Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The CDC still recommending universal school masking, even though the Atlantic reports the CDC's own studies and others they cite as supportive evidence don't justify it. Should we keep funding these studies if the CDC is not making guidance that follows the results of those studies? I mean, we know what works. We are in a different place than we were two, three years ago. CDC does not seem to be responding to the data. CDC, they're the experts. <laughs> is that, wow. Is that the definition of talking past each other? An expression I've never quite understood? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, she's you're, saying, you're saying words that almost sound like they're related, but you're not at all responding to what was just said. Because the reporter is saying there are a bunch of studies out there, and there are, saying masking doesn't really help in terms of the mandates and making a population. Individually, it can, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but uh, just making, there, there's there's data to show that the cities that had mask mandates didn't have mask, there's no different. Uh, and then KJP says, "Well, the CDC—they're the experts." Well, I'm telling Having, you, yeah. I'm telling you, other the, experts have studied this and said it doesn't work. Well, no, the CDC itself. Yeah, well, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, I'm easily distracted. Um, good friend of the show responding to a story that we did a little bit back that. Uh, the state of California is going to uh, teach financial literacy in schools, perhaps. Uh, they responded, um, <laughs> the state of California is going to teach kids how to balance a budget. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is yeah. going on? That's All right. funny. Okay. 
You might as well have Barney Gumble teach sobriety <laughs> classes in public schools. All right, Tim, leave me alone. <laughs> but my, my intention wasn't to talk about oh, yeah. uh, masks and all that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have plenty of other opportunities to talk about that as uh, COVID has uh, got an uptick. But uh, the, what I wanted to bring up as I work my way into climate change is just how... Oh, before we get there, just let me point out that KJP, I thought it was hilarious, the talking about talking past each other angle, was that uh, the reporter's very point was that in terms of data... We're in a much different place, and the place is that stuff doesn't work. And KJP's response to that is, uh, we're going to be doing the same things now because we're in a much different place. I mean, it was quite it was quite a good example of a non sequitur. The second part didn't follow the first. How are those connected? There are lions that have escaped from the zoo. Therefore, we will have a picnic. That is a non sequitur. <laughs> Um, but so my point is there's, there's another example of, uh, how we can see things completely differently based on our priors, based on our prior beliefs or interests or whatever. And it is true with the climate change thing too, as we all know, but it's even more drastic than we had thought based on this new polling. I'm becoming more and more troubled as we learn more about the human brain and the way our psychology works. I'm surprised human beings have survived at all, because it turns out we now know that the first thing you hear about a topic, you kind of stick with that knowledge the rest of your life, mm-hmm. no matter what else you hear, even if it's proven to be true, untrue, even if it Correct. turns out the first person who told you whatever you learned was way wrong, you kind of stick with that initial thing you heard. That's our tendency. That's I think troubling. that's probably that has something to do with our ability to learn very quickly. You learn something, you store it. Bingo, we're done with that. Let's move on. Uh, but you, maybe you lock it down a little too tight. Our tendency, like very strong tendency, to seek out things that reinforce the things we always already believe and ignore things that contradict what we already believe. We're built that way. It's not yeah. just like a a product of you watch MSNBC and I watch Fox News or whatever. That's the way our minds are built. And yeah. so, again, it's surprising to me that human beings have even flourished, given well, those no, two I think, things. I think it's a function of the modern world that now it screws us up, because I'm picturing a couple of cavemen, Og and Oog, talking, and Og says to Oog, hey, uh, uh, Johnny over there got his arm chewed off by a bear. I think we probably ought to stay away from bears. And Oog says, eh, let's not be hasty. I mean, that just just wouldn't serve us in the primitive world. You got to learn. You got to learn fast. Yeah, that makes sense. So evolutionarily speaking, those things were a benefit. But now with modern information and the way things work, it's anyway. Here we go with the divide. Well, especially because there are no cavemen running around claiming erroneously that bears would chew your arms off or anything else. Hey, step into fire. It'll make you feel good. There's nobody saying that in the ancient world. Now, maybe they're pitching various, you know, spells and and thunder gods and stuff like that. But, you know, that was relatively harmless. Thunder gods. Americans disagree even on how they experience weather, according to this new poll. It gets into the stuff I was just talking about. Ah. Almost half the nation says they've faced extreme weather in the month before they started taking this poll. But the other half says that they haven't. Democrats are more, much more likely to say they've experienced extreme weather events recently compared with Republicans. And it's not even close. Wow. 
That's so interesting. They've been conditioned to think, you know, that that four times a year, really big thunderstorm. Wow, that's extreme weather. That's climate change. I've been told about that. Yeah. No, that's happened every year of your life. Right. And I, I admit that I am, I am, because of the way I feel about this whole topic, I am way less likely to say, yeah, yeah, we lived some through some extreme weather caused by climate change. I mean, it's just, no, some years it's hotter than others. It's. Some years it's cold. Sometimes it rains more. I mean, it's been that way my whole life. It rained like hell yesterday. Okay. Uh, Democrats are much more likely to say they've experienced extreme weather. I already said that. Of the people who said they've faced extreme weather in the past month, three quarters were either very or somewhat concerned about climate change. Among the people who who said they hadn't experienced recent extreme weather, only 24% said they were very concerned about climate change. So the way we even experience weather, you went through a hot summer. If you're a climate change person, you think, yep, yep, extremely hot. And I'm very concerned about climate change. If you're the other side, it's, it was hot. So what? No, I'm not worried about climate change. Yeah, I think part of it maybe of, you know, people of good conscience who think, okay, the climate change is is really serious. We've got to really fight that. Um, and so they are looking for evidence to convince others to avoid what they see sincerely as the coming climate disaster. I get that. I th- thought this was interesting just in general. Two-thirds of Americans are pessimistic about the chance of slowing or reversing the effects of global warming. I'm definitely in that camp. In mm-hmm. part because they think people aren't willing to change their behavior. Well, I think the, the, the people that aren't willing to change their behavior being China and India and many other countries is the main mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, yeah. Most of the people on Earth live in Asia. Ask Asia. We already do great in the United States. Oh yeah, Maybe we, not good enough from some points of view, but uh, come on now. Yeah. I don't really have time to explain my jihad against windmill farms. Maybe we can do that next segment. And it's not just because they're big, ugly, and are bird Cuisinarts either. Although I, that is true. <laughs> bird Cuisinarts? Yeah. How do the birds get chopped up in the big windmills? They don't. It's a whirling blade, and they have. Perhaps you've heard the expression "bird brains." <laughs> but are they attracted to windmills? Because I, I feel like, like if I just look up in the sky, I don't see that many birds passing through any particular spot. How are they passing through the spot where windmills are? With their wings? <laughs> no, I, I, I see your point. Um, and yet, they chop up many hundreds of thousands of birds, millions, I can't remember. It's a lot. But that's not my primary gripe anyway. I feel like the newscasts in the evening, now maybe it's my paranoia, because I am actually concerned about climate change policy. I never have ever worried about climate change at all. Maybe that makes me a bad person in terms of the way it's going to affect me or my kids. Not a tiny bit. Of all the things I got to worry about, I just never do. But I am worried about climate change policy of forcing mm-hmm. us into this or that or the, you know, a, a grid that can't be sustained by green energy. So we have to turn off our power all the time like we do in California. I worry about that all the time. Or, um, or having an ineffective economy while the rest of the world gets to compete on a different plane. I worry about that. Anyway, sure. I f- so maybe I'm paranoid about this. But I feel like when I turn on the evening newscast, they're really leaning into 
every damn weather event of any kind with kind of a nodding, huh? Climate change, am I right? Maybe I'm just hearing that in my own no, paranoid. You're not. No? You're absolutely not paranoid. No, it's a drumbeat. As I've said, if it rains hard, it's climate change. If there's a drought, it's climate change. If it, it snows a little or a lot or the average amount, it's all climate change all the time. It's ridiculous. And you can have, you know, the the folks at NOAA or, or major university or whatever state unequivocally, you can't attribute an individual piece of weather phenomenon, uh, that's a poorly constructed sentence, uh, to climate change. It's just, it's ridiculous. These things happen, climate change or no. Now, you can talk about trends and overall likelihood and stuff, and the words will no be out of their, no more be out of their mouths than the anchor will jump in and say, yeah, there's a hurricane approaching the Bahamas. Uh, here's climate change again. You just forget right. it. President Biden said it the other day when he was down in Florida. I don't see anybody who can look at this devastation and deny climate change. All right. You're an idiot. Uh, and see now. Uh, so here's a hint to, uh, to part of my screed. Never forget the number one principle of understanding government is the government controls the treasury. That is the key to everything. And they have a million distractions for the fact that they control the treasury. So stay with us. I will explain my new jihad against windmill farms. Right. And are the Rolling Stones dyeing their hair? That's the other big question of the day. Hmm. I'm looking at the TV. Mick and Keith have awfully dark hair. For 80-year-olds? For 80-year-olds. Yeah, I think I have an idea what's going on. <laughs> Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer songwriter and composer John Batiste the all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Even with another $1 billion in aid to Ukraine announced yesterday, Europe has now overtaken us as the biggest contributor to that war effort. Stay tuned for more. Interesting. So to launch our discussion of the evil of windmill farms, I'd like to draw your attention to two great H.L. Mencken quotes. First, every election is a sort of advanced auction of stolen goods. Think about that. And then this, which is perhaps my all-time favorite, 
The whole aim of practical politics is to keep the populace alarmed and hence clamorous to be led to safety by menacing it with an endless series of hobgoblins, all of them imaginary. Or I would, uh, you know, add on to that or mostly imaginary or identify a real hobgoblin and offer them a solution that is imaginary. Mm. But spreads a ton of money out to the people you want to spread money to. The reason you want power is because you control the treasury. Never forget that. That's the the first thing to know about real political science, practical political science. Anyway, Michael Schellenberger and a gal by the name of Phoebe, but I don't see her last name. Anyway, uh, wrote an absolutely terrific piece um, and featured some of it on the, uh, the Twitter. Uh, I will not call it X. It sounds like I'm talking about porn or or my former wife or something like that. Anyway, um, it's a fine time to uh, have my screen go dark. You know what, Apple? If I want to save energy, I'll save energy. <laughs> and I'll tell you when to turn off Boy, my What's computer. that add up to, too? Can't be oh, much. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Schellenberger writes, Biden... Uh, the uh, what is the uh, the Center for American Progress, which is John Podesta's liberal uh, pack. Uh, we'll call him Cap, C A P. Biden, Cap, and Media Matters say wind energy isn't killing whales, but it is. In fact, it might make an entire species extinct. Why are they lying? Democrats, the party of the environment, because the evidence is absolutely convincing that they are torturing and killing entire species of whales with these wind farms in the ocean. Anyway, because their salaries depend on donations from the wind industry, which depends on billions of dollars in taxpayer subsidies. So taxpayer money is going by the billions to subsidize these windmill farms, which then make giant contributions of your tax dollars to these activist groups that are pushing windmill farms. So these are in the ocean? I was picturing when you were talking about that's the big things I see in, you know, driving to San Francisco with the... It's it's the same thing, but the, the big trend is offshore because it's easier to get going. Um, and, and, you know, because it's not uh, next to some subdivision. And so they're doing them like crazy in the oceans, including off Great Britain. I mentioned watching the British Open that uh, they had this beautiful view of the coast near Liverpool. And it was utterly marred by a giant windmill farm that's also torturing and killing whales. But uh, Schellenberger writes, offshore wind energy is the key to lowering electricity prices, say President Joe Biden and a range of groups, including the Sierra Club, Center for American Progress and Media Matters, said Biden Folks, it's also now cheaper to generate electricity from wind and solar than it is from coal and oil. Literally cheaper. Not a joke. But if that were the case, then Biden would not have demanded Congress pass the Inflation Reduction Act, which will send $781 billion to $1 trillion in taxpayer subsidies to wind and other renewable energy companies. Yeah, if it was so wonderful and efficient, private enterprise would do it. In response to the criticism, many experts say wind energy is good economics, good for jobs, crucial for combating climate change. Offshore wind can lower energy prices and beat out oil and gas, argued a major report by the Center for American Progress, CAP again, one of Washington's most influential think tanks last fall. 
The wind industry points to 800 high-paying construction jobs that will be created. They mention a big project. But the U.S. government's own Bureau of Ocean Energy Management admits the U.S. offshore wind projects, quote, would by them- themselves probably have a limited impact on global emissions and climate change and that benefits would be, quote, negligible. And as for those 800 construction jobs, they will last for two years, after which the project will employ just 60 people over the next 25 years. Also, every major utility utilizing these things say we're doing it for the good of the environment. It's actually going to jack up your electric prices quite a bit. So the the environmental thing is a canard. The jobs thing is a canard. These people are getting filthy, blanking rich off taxpayer dollars because you want power to control the treasury. Then you frighten somebody with a real or imagined or half imagined crisis. Then you filter the money from the treasury from the treasury to your people. Meanwhile, you're torturing and killing whales. It's obscene. Down with wind farms. Down with them. I'm not going to blow them up or anything, but I'm sure it's all going to work to to diminish the support. Interesting. And they chop up birds. We'll post this uh, thread at armstrongandgetty.com. It includes a video and audio thing of what the whales hear underwater. It's unbelievable. It's like never-ending jackhammering. Wow. I did not know that. If you missed an hour of the show, get the podcast. You You can subscribe Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Buenos dias. But let's be clear. This mess is 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 as Trump Trump like Republicans mess. Real immigration reform. You know, I'm hearing those who coming out saying Eric is right. Eric is right. But don't pick half of what you say I'm right on. Pick the other half. That Trump Republicans created this mess, and we need to fix this mess with real immigration report reform. The idea is, uh, is being coherent too much to ask of our public figures. But so that's a mayor of New York. That's his. First of all, he specifically said this is going to destroy New York, this whole immigration situation. 
And then and now he's he's blaming Trump Republicans. Do you did you follow the whole Trump? He wanted to build a wall. That was the whole uh, contention right there, right? He wanted to build a wall. He wanted zero illegal immigration, and nobody would let him do it. None of y'all would let him do it. So I don't know. I don't get what you're doing. What you're well, yeah. they're all saying the same thing. Evidently, the memo went out. It's hard to th- conceive of a more absurd claim. Yet they're making it. I don't want to be a radio show where I only read other people's stuff, because you can read it on your own, but this is just so good from Charles C.W. Cook on this topic today. I love Charlie Cook. From National Review. Even when he's wrong, he's great. On illegal immigration, Mayor Eric Adams is an incoherent mess. Mayor Eric Adams of New York City is worried about illegal immigration. Here's the New York Post. Mayor Eric Adams warned that the raging migrant crisis will, quote, destroy New York City. And tore into President Biden for ignoring his pleas for help, saying the White House has given no support for the thousands of asylum seekers arriving each month. I'm going to tell you something, New Yorkers, never in my life have I had a problem that I didn't see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this, Adams said at a town hall Wednesday night. The issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. He said it twice. That's a heck of a thing for the mayor to say that illegal immigration is going to destroy New York City. Uh, Mr. Mayor, secure the border at an end. And I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Adams is also angry with Governor Greg Abbott of Texas for having sent a whole bunch of illegal immigrants to New York. Adams also blasted Texas Governor Greg Abbott as a madman for bussing illegal border crossers to New York and other liberal cities. Here's a quote. Go item for item on what Eric Adams ran for as candidate, and look what we accomplished in 20 months. We turned the city around in 20 months, and then what happened? It started with a madman down in Texas who decided he wanted to bus people up to New York City. Charlie, This is extraordinary. I know. Charlie Cook writing. Why? Why is that the behavior of a madman? What's mad about it? Why should illegal immigrants be in Texas and not in New York? New York City is a self-designated sanctuary. Texas is not. What did New Yorkers think that meant? Why are they surprised that a non-sanctuary jurisdiction, such as Texas, would bus illegal immigrants up to a sanctuary jurisdiction, such as their own? Did they not own a dictionary? Did they think it was a joke? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the latter, yeah. Oh, and, And I hasten to point out, New York is literally bussing these people to New Jersey now. Right. What um, the hell? Seriously, it's it's difficult to summon up the energy to argue w- w- against positions that are so completely idiotic. You just you can't even believe somebody's taking them. So again, what did they think sanctuary jurisdiction meant? Did they not own a dictionary? Did they think it was a joke? Was their willingness to serve as a sanctuary only operative when they believed that nobody would ever show up? <laughs> That one. (laughs) Yes, it is so clearly that. Specifically, Adams complains about the cost of dealing with illegal immigration and the effect on the city's resources that the illegal immigrants are having. Is it more mad for these costs to be borne by New York City than Texas? If so, why? And why did nobody care when these costs were being paid by tiny Texas border towns instead of the world's greatest metropolis? Last year, Adams refused to reject a bill that gave illegal immigrants in New York City the right to vote. What message do you think that sent? New York advertised itself as a haven, and others believe it. Should they not have? As the kids say, life comes at you fast. Wow. I That is great and obvious, and we have said it, and, 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 and lots of you have said it. I, I wish the mainstream press would put this to 
the sanctuary mayors and governors and say, um, I thought we were a sanctuary state. Are we not? Or sanctuary city, are we not? I mean, come on. Yeah, the dishonesty and bias of the, the legacy media, the Bigfoot media, is obviously kind of a tired topic at this point, but the uh, they surprise me anew every day, and yeah. I'm not easily surprised. I'm a cynical man. Uh, that they could ignore a question that, A, obvious, B, important, and C, you're catching the powerful in hypocrisy and lies. That's kind of a thing for journalists. Right. I feel like that this used is, to be what animated y'all. I feel like this is another level, though. Like, this is turning it to 11 on the idea of ignoring hypocrisy. This is just, this is the all-time king of hypocrisy. Yeah, KJP is the editor-in-chief of the New York Times. It's just stunning. Yeah. It is hard, and so much of it is around the school year starting. It is hard to run your schools when a whole bunch of kids show up who don't speak a lick of English, isn't it? Yeah, it's been hard in California and Texas and Arizona and Nevada for a long time. And the various fairly controversial vaccination requirements that American kids have to follow, there's been a, uh, a waiver granted for the little quote-unquote migrant children, who I'm sure are beautiful children with wonderful hearts and might well make terrific Americans. But that's beside the point. God dang it. On one hand, I'm loving the fact that it's happening, but I'm not. on the other hand, I'm not sure it's doing any good. Because I thought, now you're going to understand and we're going to have to, uh, maybe we're not going to have to do anything. Everybody's familiar with the uh, the parable of the emperor's new clothes, right? A couple of con men come to the palace. They say, we have a thread so fine, only the most sophisticated can see it. We will weave together the, the most beautiful set of clothes ever seen for the king. And uh, they, they pretend to do it and they pretend to put it on him and the king's walking around naked. And uh, everybody in court, anxious to be perceived as sophisticated and, of course, not wanting to defy the king who's walking around with this schlong hanging out, they say, oh, <laughs> your majesty, your clothes. Yes? The version my first grade teacher told me <laughs> did not have the word schlong in it. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is not a first grade class. All right. We're here to be serious. Uh, and, and, and so everybody wanted to come off as sophisticated, not to fight the king, et cetera, et cetera. And then a little kid who wandered into the hall somehow said, hey, the king's naked. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, he kind of is. But it took a child to cut through the pretension of the adults. Well, in the 21st century, I'm afraid, Eric Adams or the New York Times or Joe Biden would punch that little kid in the face, drag him out of the hall, and everybody would just continue going on saying, oh, boy, King, your your clothes sure are beauteous. I don't see a schlong at all. Well, right. Yeah, they've gone a step more aggressive and out of their heads uh, further than I thought was possible. It's the perfect gotcha opportunity. What did? Well, so reality bats last as a. Uh... Charlie Cook ended there with life comes at you fast. Voters might might vote with reality. No, um, I would suggest in and in, in some of you get pissed off, but that's fine. I'm pissed off all the time. Um, I think they the Republicans could make enormous gains in the blue cities of America, except not with Trump. There's just too much hardened anti-Trump sentiment. Uh, which is unfortunate, but it, it just is. What did you think sanctuary meant? Did you think it was a joke? 
you were just making the claim when you thought nobody would yep. possibly show you, up. You didn't think anybody would ever come to New York, so it didn't matter. God, that is weak. That is really weak sauce. If you have yeah. such a strongly held belief, we're a sanctuary Dolph, city and you have the signs in the yard, everyone welcome here when you're 2,000 miles from the border and don't have to deal with it. Then all of a sudden when you have to deal with it, it's going to destroy the most powerful city on earth having illegal immigration show up. What do you think it's like in these tiny towns with no resources and a tiny tax base? Oh, my God. Go ahead. Put your sign up in your front yard and your virtue signaling. Oh, I almost used an unfortunate word. Thank God I had a little restraint. Uh, So a quick word from our friends at HelloFresh. Judy and I got our shipment last night, uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, Great, three great dinners we're going to be looking forward to having. Uh, They do more than dinners. They do uh, recipes. uh, I'm sorry, uh, lunches and snacks and that sort of thing, too. We just do the dinner thing. But HelloFresh, their menu includes 40 weekly recipes that you choose from and over 100 add-on items to choose from. So go ahead. Be picky. Pick what you or your family would like the best. Not just dinner. We talk a lot about, you know, what we're going to have for dinner tonight. And you're running around school kids and you're busy with all that any time of day. Time-saving breakfast, family dinners to kid-approved lunches and snacks. HelloFresh has what it takes to keep everyone, including you, full and happy. So you don't have to run around the grocery store getting your ingredients. They deliver it all pre-portioned for you. You're going to save money and decrease waste. And it doesn't take a lot of time to whip up a wholesome, home-cooked meal. You remember those? Join America's number one meal kit today. Right now, get 50% off plus 15% off the next two months with code 50Armstrong at HelloFresh.com slash 50Armstrong. Again, that code is 50Armstrong at HelloFresh.com slash 50Armstrong. So I'm sensing a trend. I'm seeing the Rolling Stones on TV a lot today because they got a new album coming out and they did a couple interviews yesterday and stuff like that. Big press The surviving Rolling Stones, yes. And, uh, Mick and Keith both have dark hair. And I was thinking watching that, I think what happened with women 30 years ago is is happening with men right now. So Mm -hmm. we grew up with the idea that, oh, she dyes her hair, like, you know, an old-timey 50s black and white. Does she or doesn't she? Right. Right, that it was a thing, you know, dyeing your hair with a bottle blonde or something like that. Whatever. I mean, that went away a long time ago. Nobody cares. Everybody assumes you're going to dye your hair. It's it stands out if you let yourself go gray as mm-hmm. as unique. And it's and it's and it's certainly not looked down upon and shouldn't be. But it's certainly not, you know, judged harshly. But it still has been for men, I feel like to a certain extent that you dye your hair. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I, I feel judgmental about it, and I would feel weird if I... I don't have hair, but I would feel weird if I was dyeing my hair. But I feel like, looking at the Rolling Stones' hair and just our aging population, I feel it's going to happen for men the way it was for women, that everyone will dye their hair, it'll be odd to let it go gray, and uh, it'll be perfectly acceptable. That's my prediction. That's already the case in some cultures. Um, you know, some of them are rather unpalatable, like Afghanistan, but yeah, you dye your beard. You don't want a gray beard. Um Judy thinks I look distinguished with my salt and pepper hair, so I leave it alone. Uh, I'm not against it, though. I don't think it's immoral or stupid. It's personal choice. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I was of course, actually- a bad dye job doesn't look good. I'll bet Mick spends five hundred dollars on getting his hair dyed. Oh, or five thousand. Yeah, I guarantee more. it's more than five hundred. And it's probably a twenty-eight-year-old woman who does it, and he probably makes her pregnant, and you know. <laughs> and she and her kid are taken care of for life. Win-win, right? She Something closes maybe? her eyes, has a couple of shots of tequila, suffers through it, pretends he's sexy, and uh, thinks of a young Mick, maybe, or something, and uh, gets pregnant. 
I'm sure Mick is a more than capable lover, but yes, he's 80. 80 is 80, no matter what. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, but the new song's good. We were talking about it earlier. Sounds terrific, and the video is amazing. I mean, it's like super cheesecakey, but they're riding by uh, uh, the the cheesecakey chick writhing around like she's having intercourse on the back of a red convertible. Um, is driving past all these billboards in L.A. that show the Stones at every phase of their career, like performing that song through AI uh, miraculousness. And it's really a striking video. It's cool. Seek it out. Or we've got a link posted at armstrongandgetty.com, I think. Or if we don't, we will in a second. Are there any songs about blood pressure medication or breaking a hip or Medicare? Or? Bone, bone density or yeah. <laughs> well, estate one. planning. <laughs> Reverse mortgages. Here's a new one. You got to designate. Your recipient, or what's the uh, <laughs> beneficiary, beneficiary, who's going to be my beneficiary? Right. Mall walking, Velcro shoes. Start me up with those paddles. Got to start me up. <laughs> oh, geez. There's one called bone density. <laughs> All right. They're old. We get it. Um, <laughs> more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, this new CNN poll that just came out is going to be the talk of the political world. As that sort of crowd loves this sort of thing. Uh, we'll get into it in hour four, uh, but among the many highlights is the number of candidates that would beat Joe Biden if the election were held today. Wow. Could okay, he beat I anybody? haven't seen this. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah, I will. I will indeed. I was thinking of leaving. But uh, anyway, if you don't get hour four, grab it via podcast. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Look for hour four or just subscribe. Anyway, uh, everybody was hot to trot for this Murdoch trial uh, back when it was going on. The red haired, uh, murderous, stealing, defrauding South Carolina, super powerful lawyer dude who killed his wife and his son. Well, and uh, their whole family going back generations that seem to have gotten away with things. 
Oh, yeah, just crazy powerful in that part of South Carolina. And and the guy was defrauding everybody. He was on drugs. He was just ended up murdering people. Um, and his son killed a woman in a boating accident. Then his powerful dad covered from him. I mean, there was just, it was like a story out of the Old Testament. Just so much sin and death and, and horror. And anyway, uh, so old man Murdoch got convicted. Of killing but- his wife and kid? And child, that's right, wow. shotgunned his wife and his beloved son to cover up his stealing and his drug stuff wow. and the rest of it. Convicted by a jury of his peers. Uh-oh. Now this. Indictment for murder. Verdict guilty. Serving two consecutive life sentences, former South Carolina lawyer Alec Murdoch is not only asking for a new trial, but calling for a federal investigation into whether the jury that convicted him in March faced tampering by any state officials. Is this your verdict? Yes. Including this woman, Colleton County Clerk of Court Rebecca Hill, who wrote a book on the trial, which Murdoch's lawyers say prompted several former jurors to cooperate with their investigation. When the clerk of court wrote her book, published her book, that zone of silence collapsed. Now, I saw that. That was the first part of Jonathan Sarian, a special report with Brett Baer on Fox News. And I thought, oh, the lawyers, because she wrote a book, they're going to try to pick it apart, and it's phony. Uh, wait a minute, there's more. In a sworn affidavit, one former juror states, before Mr. Murdoch testified, the clerk of court, Rebecca Hill, told the jury not to be fooled by the evidence presented by Mr. Murdoch's attorneys, which I understood to mean that Mr. Murdoch would lie when he testified. If the defense can prove the blockbuster allegations that they make uh, in this motion for a new trial, then I think there's a reasonably good chance that Murdoch might actually get a new trial. Wow. So you got the clerk of the court who's not supposed to say much at all except reading the verdict, saying, all right, the liar's going to testify, uh, jury members, and he's coming in in a minute, so get up, get ready for this. Holy crap. Yeah, that would that would make an impression on me. Oh, it's, it's so far out of line, you can't even... You know, it's like an NFL defensive back brings a gun onto the field. You don't have to explain to people how out of line that is, I don't think. That's insane. Wow. One juror's making the claim. Who knows? Well, that'd be something. Yeah, so the child and wife murdering scumbag is gonna they're gonna have to retry him. You know, that that smacks though of the culture of that part of South Carolina, evidently. It was so good old boy and 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 so based, well, it's a rule of men, not of laws, um, that the clerk of the court felt comfortable playing fast and loose with the rules. That's something. America in the 21st century. Although, finally, the guy's evil got rooted out, but maybe it's because he had so much hubris, he couldn't hide it anymore. Or was Craziness. he... Or was he- able to get to the clerk to do something that would cause a new trial. Wow. Offered him Is enough she money. she guilty or? of a crime? What's her liability in this other than embarrassment? Yeah, she's, wow. I don't know. I would check her, uh, her backyard for new Winnebago's or <laughs> something. That's what you do if somebody gives you a bunch of money? It's Winnebago time. Well, conspicuous consumption might not be a Winnebago, a boat, a a bigger house. Come on now. Diamond. 
She's sporting diamonds like she's a rapper. I don't know. I don't know the woman and her tastes. This will be interesting to follow. That new CNN poll that is interesting to kick off hour four. If you don't get hour four or whatever reason, you got a doctor's appointment or something, it better take a doctor's appointment. Your excuse for not listening to hour four. But uh, you can subscribe to our podcast and you automatically get all the hours show up in your feed. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. And if you dare, the government's pushing mask mandates again. We'll talk about that as well. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.